Yo, 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 it's your boy, preacher boy. Today is Friday, y'all, and we are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy. If you are new here, I'm telling you, you got to treat on this week. You got to treat on every other week that has passed. I'm telling you, God is good over here on Chats with Preacher Boy, and he never fails to impress. If you're new, go ahead and share the live. Share this as many times as you can, whether you be on Instagram, Facebook, whatever the case may be. I need you to spread this live to any and everybody that you know. But before we dig deep into this week's episode, y'all know we got to open up with a little word of prayer. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for another day. A day that wasn't promised, but you saw fit to bless us with, God. God, we want to thank you for life, health, and strength and activity of all our limbs, dear God. We thank you for protecting us throughout this week, dear God. God, we thank you for all the blessings seen and unseen that you bestowed upon our lives, dear God. God, we ask that you allow something to be said on tonight that resonates on our heart, dear God, so that we can continue to do better than what we were on yesterday. God, we thank you and we praise you. It's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Like I said, y'all, we are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy. If you are new, share this, man. If you old, share this. I don't care what the case may be. I need y'all to spread this live to everybody you know. Your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle, your mama, your daddy, your haters, whoever the case may be. I need you to share this live everywhere. You feel me? Um... And tell me in the comments where you watching from on today. I want to know where all my viewers are, where all the listeners are. Where are you at in the world? Because right now, I'm out here in Germany. Living the best life with my family, you know what I'm saying? Trying to stay uh, COVID-free as much as possible, you know what I'm saying? And trying not to get it again. Um, but nevertheless, y'all, tell me in the comments where you watching from, where you residing right now. I want to know, I want to know. We got El Paso, Texas. Okay. Watching on my phone. All right, that's a new destination. That's a new one. I like that. I like that. I bet you bet you're pretty comfortable. You probably got your feet kicked up, laying on your stomach, right? I feel you. Nevertheless, let's let's <laughs> let's get this thing popping. So y'all, uh, just a recap on everything. Um, first of all, I want to thank God for help, my health that He has blessed me with. Um, I've been dealing with COVID for like the last two weeks and. Man, it, it has been no joke, bro. No joke for sure. It's, it's been tough. I'm still trying to regain my, my uh, shortness of my, my, my regular breathing back because I got shortness of breath. And man, I went to the gym yesterday and today and I feel winded. That gym is crazy. Um, but nevertheless, my family's doing better. My daughters are doing well. My wife is doing better. It's, it's truly a blessing. So I'm thankful and I'm excited. Um, but let's kick into this week's episode. I feel like God really has a word for us on today. I may not address as many comments um, in the lives today because I really feel like God is wanting to say something because he, he brought something to my attention in regards to my life. And I feel like this may be a blessing to all the viewers that are out here watching. And I, I really believe so. So with that being said, the episode topic of this week is... 
Don't listen to them. The same way I just said it, that's, that's exactly what it is. Don't, period, listen, period, to, period, them, period. That's the topic for this week. If somebody want to put that in the comments for the people, just in case they come in later, y'all put that in there for me. The reason why, the reason why I went with this topic and I feel like God laid it on my heart is because I seen a post a couple weeks back and somebody shared it and it says, send your 16-year-old self a message, but only four words. And I begin to think, you know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of good posts, but the first thing that came to mind was don't listen to them. And I know a lot of you are wondering, who, well, who is them, preacher boy? Who, 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 what is them? What, who, who is that? Who are we talking to? When you say them, you're encompassing a whole bunch of people. I need you to simplify it, break it down, give it to me, Barney style. So what God was showing me, them, is six things. Six, six people. Six things I want you to keep, keep in your minds. Number one, your adversary. The devil. Your number one enemy, the one who's always on your case 24-7, or like my grandma say, 25-8. Number two, you. Yes, that's right. Number two is you. Number three, your significant other, whoever that might be in your life. Um, those who are married, those who are dating, your significant other is number three. Number four, family. Number five. Friends, and last but not least, number six, people in general. So six things, your adversary, the devil, you, your significant other, family, friends, and people. Number one, we're going to start with the adversary. And I got a, I got a bunch of scriptures for y'all today, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it slow. And if you got questions, and, and that is pertaining to this, Hey, drop them in the chat, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'll address them as much as I can. But let's rock with this thing. So number one, your adversary. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5 and 8, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. John 10 and 10 reads this. It says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they may have life and that they might have it more abundantly. See, the devil's whole mission is to still kill and destroy people's lives, health, families, purpose in life, and everything that is good according to the will of God. That's his whole purpose. His whole purpose is to throw you off your A game. So number one, don't listen to your adversary, to your adversary the devil. Because his whole purpose is to get you off your game, making sure whatever vision God's putting in your heart that you're not focusing on and getting you distracted from the main thing. That's, that's his whole purpose. That's his whole job. Number two, you. See, sometimes what I've learned is we're our biggest critic, our biggest and worst critic at that. See, most of the time why we don't do the things we should is because we question ourselves in our head. Oh, but. What is so-and-so going to say? What, 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 what are they going to say about this? I, I, I don't know. I think I need to change what I'm doing. And then we, then we convince ourselves it shouldn't be done all based on the idea that we put on ourselves and created in our mind of someone else caring when in reality we're the furthest, furthest thing from their thoughts. 
You know what I'm saying? So we've created this thing in our mind to get us distracted from whatever vision we have. So number two is you. Don't listen to you. Romans 7, 17 through 20, the message version, message, message, excuse me. The message version in particular says this. It caught me off guard, y'all. It threw me out of the loop. It said, but I need something more. For if I know the law but still can't keep it, and if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. I realize I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can't do it. See, I decide to do good, but I really don't do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. My decisions such as they are don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. See, cycles is the word that comes to mind when I, when I read this scripture. We try fighting a spiritual warfare or natural tactics thinking we're going to win and be overcomers. And it's, and it's crazy. It's crazy. Not everything that is readily available to us, we should be partaking in. Though it be lawful, doesn't mean it's expedient. That's number two, you. Number three, our significant others. And I say ours because I'm married as well. Um, some of you might be married out there. Some of y'all might be dating. Y'all might got your little boot thing. Y'all might be booed up right now watching this. They may feel a little triggered when they hear this one. But hey, it is what it is. Don't listen to them. Number three, significant others. Job 2, 9 through 10, the King James Version and the Message Version. I'm going to read the King James first. It says, Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God and not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. See, the message version was a little bit more modern day in my eyes. King James is a little bit old school, you know what I'm saying? Back in the cut, the, the vernacular is different, you know, the verbiage is thou and thus and this. You know what I'm saying? But this message version, this one, I'm telling you, I don't use it often, but rarely when I do, it's some fire stuff that comes out. It says this. Have you ever noticed it's the ones who, excuse me, his wife, still holding on to your precious integrity, are you? Imagine that. <coughs> excuse me. Imagine that. You just sitting down, cooling, and your significant other look to you. Hmm. Still holding on to that integrity of yours. And then it goes on and says, curse God and be done with it. Look to you. Curse God. What you, you wasting your time. Curse God and be done. He told her, Job is a bad man for this. He said, you're talking like an empty-headed fool. We take the good days from God. Why not also the bad days? Not once through this did Job sin. He said nothing against God. Have y'all ever noticed it's always the ones closest to you that can throw you off and push those buttons that can't nobody else push. It's the ones that really know you inside and out that says those things that, that can trigger you majority of the times. Why? It's because they know you. You know what I'm saying? So you got to work that much harder to resist it. See, if a stranger come out in the, out of the blue, right, and they come up to you and they're like, hey man, whatever you got going on over there, hey, it's 
It's trash, bro. Go, hey, curse God. Drop the vision. Whatever you got going on for your life, let that thing go, bro. Because, nah, it ain't it. You can look that person dead in their face and just walk away. It's nothing. But see, when it comes to a significant other, they have a little bit more influence on our lives and a little bit more weight than what than, than the stranger does. And so when they say something, a majority of the times we get swayed by that. And we let it and we let it rub us the wrong way to the point where sometimes we drop the ball completely. We lose focus on what the main thing is. But see, it's time to refocus our focus and it's time for us to get back on track. Number four, family. Genesis 37, 18 through 20 says this. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him and cast him unto some pit. And we will say some evil beast hath devoured him and we shall see what become what will become of his dreams. Everyone isn't going to agree with the vision God gives you. I'm going to say that one more time. Everyone is not going to agree with the vision that God gives you. Even those that think that you think will have your back at all times. Those loved ones, the one that got blood of your blood, the same blood as you, will conspire against you. I just read a, I just read a scripture. Joseph was given dreams. He constantly was having dreams and getting different things of, that God was showing him. And he was sharing that with his brother because he was excited. He was excited. <clears throat> but what, what was going on with them in that scripture? We know this jealousy took root in the heart of the brothers. And so what did they do? Conspired to kill him. Did they end up killing him? No. But what they did do, they sold him into slavery. And lied and said he was killed. To their father. So number five, I mean number four, family. I'm telling y'all, I'm in a place right now where I'm, I'm understanding that I got to keep the main thing the main thing. And there's a lot of times, and I just use myself to be transparent and, and personal with y'all. There's been a lot of times where I dropped the ball because I've let too many people go to my left ear and my right ear and distract me from what God is trying to get me to do and see. See, a lot of times we miss out on our blessings because we're too busy listening to person on the left and person on the right versus what God is saying and showing us right in front of us. See, the, the only time we should get tunnel vision is when we're focusing on the Lord. But the thing is, we're getting tunnel vision focusing on everybody except him. And then we're wondering why we're not getting the blessings that, that he's planned for us, that he's told us about that we were going to get. It's because we're getting too distracted. So number five, friends. Matthew 26 and 15 reads this. And said unto them, what will ye give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And covenanted it with him for 30 pieces of silver. Y'all remember Judas? The disciple that walked with Jesus day and night. For the years that Jesus was walking on this earth. Preaching and teaching the gospel and parables. His friend. His one that ate, slept, traveled with him. Betrayed him for 30 pieces of silver. 
I don't, I don't think y'all are hearing me. A friend, somebody that was with him day and night, betrayed him for 30 pieces of silver. Why am I saying this? Romans 3 and, 20, 3 and 23 says this, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. For all have sinned. What does that mean? What that is telling us is that ain't none of us perfect. If we don't do what we have to do on the daily and kill our flesh and kill our insides to where we're focusing on Christ and not getting distracted, we are vulnerable to fall short of the glory of God. Why? Because for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. No one is perfect. And to think those around you are, then you're sadly mistaken. That's why God says put trust in him and not man. See, the problem is we got more trust in the people around us than we do with God. But he's the one that's waking us up every day. He's the one that's opening the doors that we can't see being open in our lives. See, I'm, I'm just saying. Number six. Exodus, number six, people. Exodus 32 and 9. It says, And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. I'm going to read that one more time. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. See, the children of Israel, they're the best example of people in the Bible. God took them out of bondage. Got them out of Pharaoh's hand back in Egypt, right? Brought them out. Told them where they would go. They would be able to get to the promised land. They just had to serve God. For a hot 10 seconds. And that's, I'm being exaggerating a little bit. Moses goes up to the mountain to go talk to God. You know what I'm saying? Hey, God, what you got for the people? You know what I'm saying? What you want to tell the folks? <coughs> Excuse me. What you want to tell the folks? You know what I'm saying? We got them out of Egypt. What's next? What you? I'm, I need I need a little insight, bro. I need you to talk to me, God. I don't know what to do. I need, Give me something so I can go tell the people. When he came back, matter of fact, God told him while he was up there. They down there building... Idol gods putting together golden calves. And God told him why he was up there in the mountain with him. He was like, hey, you might want to go back there and tell them, um, tell them this. Because they down there uh, acting a plum fool. Them stiff-necked people. Hard-headed, stubborn. God literally just brought them out of bondage. And what did they do? Turn their eyes from the one and true living God. Back to the man-made lowercase g gods. Romans 8.35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or, or sword? Who shall separate, who shall separate you? Who? You got to choose this day who you're going to serve. See, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my walk with Christ. I, I grew up in a church. I'm a preacher's kid. You know what I'm saying? My father's a pastor. He's my home church pastor. 
back at the house of worship. Colleen, Texas, you know what I'm saying? So if you're down in Colleen, go pop at the house of worship. Um, but growing up, right, I was living for the Lord. I was on fire. I had my slip-ups here and there. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> Excuse me. But I got to high school, and after I had a life-changing experience my, by my junior year, I was on fire for the Lord my senior year. I felt like God was really speaking to me, and he was. God was showing me all kinds of different things, things that was going on in my life, people's lives around me, things to expect in church, all kinds of stuff. God was speaking to me. And I remember as a youth sharing those different things with people and telling them, hey, God is showing me this and God is telling me this. And those same people that I've listed off of this list of six, right? Y'all know what they told me? Ah, oh, you're too young. You sure that was God? You don't, I don't think you know what you're talking about. You still got a lot, of, a lot of life to live. You haven't really been through nothing. You still got to grow up. You, I, don't, I don't think you know what you got going on right now. And so because I was so young and I, and I wasn't quite firm in my faith with Christ, I was easily influenced and I was tossed like a wave left and right that I started drifting away from God. And the reason why is because I was worried about what everybody else was saying around me. I was so caught up on the naysayers that I started listening to them versus listening to what God said to me. And so what do I see now that I'm back in the church? I've been professing salvation since April 15, 2017. On fire for the Lord, never turning back. And you know what I see today? Those same things that God was showing me when I was in high school being preached and talked about today. The same things that those same individuals off the list that I was telling you about told me, nah, mm -mm, you don't know what you're talking about. Seeing them preach and teach those very same things. And so I had a battle within myself and I had to apologize. God, I can't believe I allowed myself to be easily influenced like that. But see, I've learned, don't listen to them. Don't do it. If God gives you a vision, run with that vision. And don't let no naysayer, no doubter, no enemy friend that is coming against what God has given you and try to shut it down. Because if it didn't come from God and it doesn't align with what he's showing you, go ahead and turn them to the side. Hey, I love you, my brother. I love you, my sister. But, uh, yeah, God ain't tell me, uh, not to do this. God showed me this and he's proved it, how it's going to work. Know the difference between when your enemy's trying to get to you or God's trying to get to you. When your mind is trying to get to you or when God's trying to get to you. When your significant other's trying to get to you, when God's trying to get to you. When family's trying to get to you or when God's trying to get to you. When friends are trying to get to you or when God's trying to get to you. When people are trying to get at you or when God's trying to get at you. Who are you going to choose? Who shall separate you from the love of God? Tribulation? Persecution? Distress? You going to let any of that separate from the things that God is trying to bless you with in your life? Like I said, so many times we miss out on the blessings that God is try God's trying to bestow upon us because we're so worried about what everybody else in the world has to say. The only reason what I know, why I know 
what it's like to not be let down is because I trust God. That is the only reason why I know what it's like not to be let down. See, every time I put my trust in man, I was let down. Why? Because they're not perfect. They're human just like me. So the only reason why I've missed out on so many blessings in my life is because I got so caught up on what everybody around me was trying to tell me about my life versus what the master planner was telling me. God up here and I got people around me that's on the same level as me trying to tell me what my life is going to be versus what God is telling me my life is going to be like. But see, that's, that's just how it be. So who are you going to listen to? You going to listen to the enemy who really want to kill your plan? You going to listen to yourself who constantly gets in those battles within, within ourselves and we tell ourselves, nah, I really don't think I should be doing this. Nah, I don't think this is really it. And we start doubting and start formulating ideas of what people are saying when they not, don't have a care in the world about us. Or are we going to let our significant other tell us, hey, this ain't it. This ain't even like it. I don't think you can pull this off. This is a crazy analogy I'm about to use, but let's keep it a buck. In power, right? I'm a, all my power fans out there. The very first season, I want to say it was like the second episode of Power, the OG Power. Ghost said, what do you see me as, Tasha? Do you see me more than being a drug dealer? Shotty told him, no, I see you being the biggest drug dealer in New York. Jamie St. Patrick's feelings was crushed because he wanted more than the drug life. He wanted more than that. He was trying to do the whole club business, you know what I'm saying, get his clean money. But all his significant others seen him as was a drug dealer, nothing more, nothing less. I'm telling you, who are you going to listen to? So many times in my life, I've listened to everyone around me except God. And then I've wondered why I didn't get the blessings as fast as I thought I would compared to everybody else around me. God, how so-and-so get this? And I'm sitting here and Because you don't listen. Well, God, what? God, what about this person over there? They, they, I know they ain't doing what they're supposed to do. But you're not listening to me. So what does they have to do with you? I'm just like, man. Alright. I... I I see what you're trying to say. And so I had to take a step back and really reflect on my own decisions and realize, number one, I need to be listening to God and not listening to those around me. And number two, I got to choose who I'm going to listen to. I got to be intentional about it, about it. So like I said, I want y'all to know, don't listen to them. Whatever it may, whoever it may be, off that, off the six in the list that I said, your adversary, the devil, you, your significant other, family, friends, or people, whoever the case may be, don't listen to them. Don't do it. There's only one master plan. There's only one true living God, and I stand on that, believe that, can't be shaken up about it. I'm telling you, because I've experienced them for myself. Like, I look around and I see, I see what God is doing for the people that I, I care about. 
And I see the doors that he's opening up for them. Because I know he's going to do great things in their lives. Great things. I got brothers that got businesses that they putting together. And God is continuing to open up doors for them. Because I know he can do it for them. I'm telling bro, y'all can't y'all cannot tell me God is not real. Oh, one of my videos is stop what the world is. That's what I be talking about, man. But y'all can't tell me God ain't real, y'all. Y'all just can't do it. Y'all can't. But like I said, don't listen to him. Remember that. Stick to it. And I want you to know. If y'all stick to this, you're going to be prosperous. Never fails. So do some self-reflecting. Look back and see in the times of your life you missed out on a blessing because you were too busy listening to those around you versus the one who gave you the vision. And don't confuse the vision God's giving you with something that someone else is trying to put in your ear. Reflect and think, all right, how can I do better? How can I, how can I improve on not listening to those around me and listening to the master plan. Reflect. Rather you reflect on your own things versus someone trying to call you out on it. Like I said, our biggest critic is who? Us. So why not go ahead and critique ourselves the right way and do better? Do better than the last second that you had. Do better than the last minute you just had let pass. The last hour, the last day, the last week, the month, year. Do better than that. Every chance you get, do better than the chance you had before. And don't listen to them. Listen to him. Big G-O-D. Big God. But that's all I got for y'all, man. Just keep that in mind. I want you to know that I love y'all, but like I always say, God loves you more. I got to give some quick shout-outs, man. I got I to gotta, I gotta give some quick shout-outs. Number one, shout out to God. Number one. But number two, shout out to everybody that has been tapping in with your boy, with Chats with Preacher Boy. I just had the drop of the new merch, www.cwpmerch.com. That's the, that's the link for the, for the uh, new merch. I appreciate everybody that's tapped in with it. You know what I'm saying? We got more stuff that's in, 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 that's coming in, I'm saying, and, and, and can't spit it out. But we got some more stuff that's getting ready to drop as well. Some hoodies. I didn't put the hoodies on the site, but they are coming. I know a lot of people are still still in cold areas. I know Texas got hit with this little snowstorm, bipolar, blizzard, or whatever the case may be y'all dealing with out there. Um, so stay tuned. I appreciate y'all. I want to give a huge shout out to... All my homeboys with their great businesses. Free Mind. Shout out to my boy Grateful. My boy James with the repairing hashtag. It's your alternator. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate all y'all. My boy Shaquan. Jimmy. Y'all boys really be looking out for me. I want to shout out to my, my parents. My, my, my family. My brother. And most lastly. Lastly. The, the most important person on this earth with me. My love bug. And my kiddos, my wife and my babies, I, I appreciate y'all. So y'all have a blessed weekend. 
And y'all, make sure y'all give time to God. Acknowledge Him for, for a little bit, whether it be five minutes, five seconds, whatever the case may be. Give Him some sort of acknowledgement and thank Him for what He's doing in your life. But like I said already, I love you, but more importantly, like I always say, God loves you more. Y'all be blessed.